Oksana, welcome. Thank you for joining me on episode four of I'm Not Sold. Hi, how's it going? This is amazing. It's a pleasure to have you here. Now, the reason I want to, I brought you on today and what I want to talk about is the realm of mortgage professionals, because as a broker, I'm not allowed to cross those lines and talk about things that I have no idea what I'm talking about. I have the general gist and I can inform my clients on somewhat of a informative basis, but when it comes to actual rates and terms and programs, this, this, and this, it's important that we have someone like yourself that can be a professional in that field and give them the information that they need because otherwise I'm overstepping my bounds. So as a mortgage lender, you're actually dual licensed. You have a real estate license as well, yeah? Yes, you could say that. Okay. Now I know you're not actively using it, but one thing I got to let the people know that might be listening is when you were taking these tests, you were, we had this conversation in the past that maybe the mortgage license is a little bit more difficult than the real estate license. It most certainly was <laughs> for sure. what do you think the hardest part about the test was? Um, I would say the hardest part about the test was remembering a lot of the, um, laws that they have in Arizona. They're very specific to the mortgage lending. And then they crossed over into the real estate realm as well. However, some of the stuff in the real estate exam didn't quite depict the mortgage side the same way. So it was, I, I first studied the real estate and then moved mm -hmm. on to mortgage. And that was a little bit difficult because the stuff that I learned in real estate was wrong. <laughs> yeah, you had to unteach yourself, I had huh? to like unlearn what I had learned in real estate, some parts, like especially when it came to the rates and things like that. And then basically learn again all over what the right stuff was with pertaining to mortgages. Sure. And I guess you, we can both agree that when a licensed real estate agent starts talking about loans and different programs, I can always see you get a little cringy and you just want to slap them in the face because <laughs> they're speaking out of turn and they're misinforming people. Well, yes and no. I just, there's, like I said, there's some things in the real estate um, school that they teach that are not correct. And then they're, yeah. <laughs> so do you think it's possible for someone to work as a real estate agent also? And alongside being a mortgage originator? I believe so. Yeah, okay. for sure. I'm not sold on that. I think you have to pick one or the other because there's there's two different types of thoughts when it comes to writing loans and selling real estate. And that's just my opinion. If you think someone someone can do both, I'll respect that. But I, don't, I just don't think, I think you have to pick one or the other. And I think it seems like you did pick one. I definitely. Even though I did take my real, uh, I did take my real estate um, course, I definitely like the numbers game a lot more sure. and I was more drawn to the mortgage side of things. But yes, You're a little I bit more of a creative mind. <laughs> I agree. I definitely um I think you have to just perfect your craft and if you're doing two things at once, it's like you're just spread too thin basically. <sighs> oh yeah, no, I agree completely. And you know, the, the more and the deeper you get into your career, the more, the more time it's going to take and consume. So you really have to pick one or the other, I think. I agree with you. So I'm glad you do what we do, or excuse me, I'm glad you do what you do. It helps us out over here and we work very well together. So for anybody listening that hasn't already met Roxana, she is our trusted lending partner of Shoal Homes over here. 
She's probably the most compassionate and caring lender that I've ever met, which means when someone calls, she's going to pick up the phone no matter what, and she's going to service those people to the best of her ability, regardless of the outcome. She genuinely cares about people. So from me to you, I want to say thank you as a compliment. I think you're an amazing person and an incredible lender, and you're going to do very well in your career. Thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. For sure. It means a lot to me. And you did a video, uh, kind of an introduction on your own for your social media. Some of the feedback you got was that, hey, lenders are kind of scary. I don't want to talk to them. It's none, My financials are none of your business. So I guess the first thing I want to ask you is when you guys pull credit, what are you looking for? Are you judging people? <laughs> uh, we are definitely not judging people. Not to mention there isn't anything on a credit report that I honestly have not seen before. Um, I think personally, whenever I do look at credit, Obviously, we look at credit score, your FICO, which is different than what Credit Karma offers you. We use a different FICO um, model. And then... What's the biggest gap you've seen between an Experian report or an official TransUnion report and someone's Credit Karma? Would you say it's like sometimes 10% off or as much as 60 points? Yeah, I've seen it like 30 points in either direction, to oh, be honest, and 30 can, to 40 points. You've seen Experian come in low as opposed to their regular report? Uh, low or high. Oh, either okay. way. That's why it's so inaccurate. We don't yeah. recommend using Credit Karma. We I, Honestly, I recommend using like Experian.com and TransUnion.com and Equifax.com and just going directly into those websites, the credit bureaus, and creating a free account with them and then monitoring your credit that way. Doesn't it cost like $1 or something like that to pull it? Or is it free? Um, I don't believe so. I think it's free. Okay, well, that's good for everyone to get in there. Everyone should have their credit pulled at least once a year just to see what's on there. Because, you know, credit fraud is a, or identity theft is a real thing. So I completely agree, for sure. That way, when you are ready to, you know, make a move in the financial world, you're, you're ready and prepared to know what's on there. So when you guys pull someone's credit, I'm genuinely curious because credit's kind of one of those things where there's no human element to it. It's all through the programs. We don't really have any say on your credit report, but you guys can not manipulate it, but you can coach people on how to improve their credit based on the snapshot that they see, right? Yes, that is correct. We also have the ability of a rapid race score where we can basically um, simulate what would be the best things to do as in like paying off one certain credit card or making a larger payment on your car or <clears throat> just simulating what would give you the best possible highest FICO for a loan. Sure. And you can also, I've seen this firsthand, you can tell people, hey, stop paying so much money towards this, this, and this. Save your cash because you're kind of hurting yourself. You want some calculated debt, right? I agree. Yes. So Especially on credit cards, you want to have at least like... I want to say 5% that gives you like carrying a little bit of balance is better mm -hmm. than carrying no balance. Um, but even paying it off before the end of the month, that helps out a lot as well. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I personally don't like credit cards. I try to, if I buy something, I pay it off almost immediately because I'm very bad at remembering to pay my bills. So that cycle <laughs> comes through and then they're like, by the way, yo, it's my, oh, I thought I paid it off. So I would just stay away from them entirely. But I do like my bonus points so I can you know, cash in on rewards and maybe some flyer miles. So <laughs> there's a give and take there. Uh, let's see. Now, when some say you pull someone's credit, right? And they decide, you know what? I don't trust Roxana for whatever reason. I'm going to go try a different lender. They're going to pull their credit. And they're going to do that same thing because they want the best deal in town. You hit their credit. 
maybe hit them three or four points as a hard inquiry, what happens when they go shop around? So basically the credit bureaus, um, they will link those hard inquiries together as long as they're done within a reasonable time frame. And reasonable time frame can be subjective. I'd say probably in a safe zone, two weeks, <laughs> three oh, okay. weeks pushing it, a month definitely pushing it. But they, the reason why they do this is because they want you to go ahead and shop around. And as long as it's the same type of lender, like if you're looking to buy a home and you have several mortgage lenders look at um, your credit report, as long as you know it's done within that reasonable time frame, then they'll group those inquiries together and you won't take an additional hit to your credit score. So it'll be like three to four points only. But if you have like a mortgage lender and like a car lender go out and pull your credit, then that'll be another additional hard inquiry on your credit report and another three to four points hit. Sure, well, that makes sense. So would you encourage people to shop around when they're looking for mortgages? Because sometimes they'll just pick one lender, run their credit and be happy with it. But would you say they should shop around a little bit with that information? Yeah, I would say so. Well, I guess if they start with you, you don't want them to shop around, right? Well, even though you're going to get them the best deal, you already know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> you guys got the best rates. And I say that because, you know, based on I'm not a lender, I'm not in that realm. My clients have been very happy with, um, with the, the rates that I've been able to yeah. give them, and you know, provide for that, them for you sure. You work for a wholesale uh, lender, which yes, I don't understand the differences entirely. I just know that there's less hands involved, and you guys have access to more programs. Well, I wouldn't. Well, yes, yes, and no. Well, different programs. Yes, and then we can also qualify people, probably more because we. <clears throat> how do I say this? Um, our you can get more creative, right? Yes. Which is a good thing. Actually, we've done a few deals together where other traditional lenders couldn't do because you guys had access to different tools and you guys thought outside of the box and you came up with creative ways to get it done. Right. And since we can offer lower rates, then most clients can have a little bit more of a purchasing power in order to buy a property. Yeah. And one Some thing, more options. which we won't touch in today, but I think what the people that are listening ought to know is that there is such, such a thing called the temporary buy it down program, which we just closed the deal. We don't have to get in the details. I know there's everything changes. It's all based on scenarios of credit, your down payment, the actual property, what zip code, it, it all plays a role. But in this particular case, we closed the home where her interest rate was something like six and a half points, but her first year was what? So her interest rate was, I qualified her at a five and a quarter. Five and and a then quarter. for the first year, her interest rate was a three and a quarter. Second year, four and a quarter. And then year three to 30, it's the normal five and a quarter. Right. Um, again, this is not an adjustable rate mortgage. It is a 30 year fixed. It, they just have a temporary buy down program where the first two years, the interest rates are a little bit lower. And what better way to get around these inflated interest rates right now to get into something like this? Right. There's no prepayment penalty. So if you wanted to refi Correct. in two years. You certainly can, especially with the way the market's going right that's now. That's incredible. We're definitely seeing, you know, the highest interest rates we've seen since, um, gosh, 14 years ago or so. And obviously, more than likely, we are heading into a recession once we are able to kind of curb inflation a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, um, well, no one's got a crystal ball, so we can that, speculate. That's true. Uh, we can look at trends, certainly, <clears throat> and all the reports and all these professionals in the field, and they all have their opinions. 
But the truth is, nobody knows what's going to happen. But you guys are gearing them up, and you're preparing them for all situations. And the temporary buy-down program is probably the best mm-hmm. in the case that rates go down in the next two years. Right. And obviously, you know, as mortgage lenders, we love to say um, the saying of marry the house and date the rate. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> yep. You're going to be in the house, but, you know, you can refi at any point in time. That's true. And, it, you know, per statistics, rarely anybody ever stays in their 30-year mortgage. Usually, most people refinance every three to five years. Is that what, I was curious what the stat was. Yeah. The stat is literally every three to five years. Wow. Yeah. And that's how volatile the rates are, too, because they're constantly changing. So. Yep. And maybe someone wants to get a cash out refi with their, you know, equity increasing in their home, pay off some other debts. Right. So someone that owns a home hasn't considered doing something like this. Give Roxanne a call because she can do a refi for you. She can put some cash in your hand, fix you. It's probably not the best time to refi right now unless you bought at a time with a very, maybe you bought on an arm if they were offering those three <laughs> years ago. But yeah. Roxanne is a person to talk to. She can hook you up there. Yep. Um, we have been also doing a lot of refinances where we... Um, consolidate debt credit card debt right now is at the highest it's been oh i believe it as and that's um, like 16 percent interest yeah and rates are going up obviously Mm -hmm. especially because a lot of these credit cards they are on adjustable rates yep and as the rates increase the monthly payments increase as well but what you can do since the housing market especially in phoenix has gone up so high in the last few years, you can use some of that equity that you've built in your home in order to refinance, use that, and then pay off the credit cards, the high interest debt. And then you can go shopping and max them out again. <laughs> well, not ideal, but... <laughs> hey, Amazon is only a click away. <laughs> oh my gosh, let's not even get started on Amazon. I've I spend way too much money on I've Amazon. I've seen your wish list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all know about that. Okay, so... Yeah, there's so much information when it comes to a loan. So anybody that's listening needs to be informed about all this. They need to know how to ask the right questions. And one thing that kind of grinds my gears now that I've got to know Roxanne a little better is some people that purchase homes. Now, what Roxanne is really good at is outlining all the information so they can be as as informed as possible. Some people don't even know what kind of loan they're in. They don't know their interest rate. They don't know anything about prepayment penalties. And she makes it very clear with all her clients on this is what you're into. This is what you're signing up for. Now, real quickly, can you outline the four different types of major loans that we that you guys offer? Yeah. So, you know, to touch base on what you just said, it it's mind-boggling to me to to see how many people I speak with that have no idea what kind of loan they're in. They're like, I don't even know my interest rate, and right. I'm like, Gosh, that's so scary! I've heard like, you say this who several times. was your loan officer? Because that person needs to be fired. Why did they not explain this to you? They're just like, Oh, I just signed a dotted line, um, which is kind of crazy. But anyway, so going back into the different loan options that we have, um, conventional, um, FHA and VA loans and um, USDA loans. I haven't done a whole whole lot of USDA loans being here in the city area. Right. I've done a couple of them. What would you say? You know, this isn't a, a matter of professionalism. I just, uh, it's not a professional question. It's just a personal opinion. Which do you prefer to do best? Is there a difference? Do you like doing VAs as a veteran yourself? I do love doing VAs. A, like VA loans, mainly because they do have the best rates available on the market. And, um, and the down payment. It's awesome. Yeah, no down payment. And the best thing about Which this, is pretty great. <laughs> if you're coming in with zero down payment and in this, in this changing market, 
And now us as the broker, so we can work together. We can get concessions back and basically cover all their prepaids too. So not only that, they're coming with zero down, but all their closing costs are covered too. That's true. Which is That's awesome. correct. Yes. Yeah. So it's a good time to, to make some deals, especially on the buyer side of things. Uh, again, we don't have crystal balls, so we don't know what's going to happen with the market. But the two of us working together, we're certainly going to get you the best deal. I agree. And this is why I'm not sold on the fact that I could do both of these things or Roxana can do both of these things. It takes two people. It takes two professionals. And that's where I think we work very well together. Roxana, you interact very well with my team and everybody's happy to have you. So thank you so much for doing what you do. And we love and appreciate you. Of course. I love being here and I love working with everyone on the team for sure. Everyone makes me feel very welcome. Good people around here. Uh, I agree. One question before I let you get out of here is where do you see your career you know, a few years down the road? Because you love being in mortgages. You love the company that you work for. Do you have any ambitions outside of, do you see yourself a month away from now having any kind of different changes or do you like what you're doing? What do you want to change about your career? Honestly, for right now, I, the only, there aren't any like major changes that I want to do other than focus on social media, obviously more and outreach and teaching people about the different loan options. I feel like we're kind of scary in a sense. Every time anybody approaches me, they're, they're kind of like off foot, like lenders are just, oh, they want to dig into my past and they want to hold things against me. And it's like, we're just these judging individuals, which is not true. Like if anything, we're the people that can help you and put you on the right path to home ownership and, you know, show you different things about your finances that will definitely help you. Um, as far as like the next few years, I don't see any huge changes. I do absolutely love what I do. I'm obsessed with That's it. Awesome. <laughs> um, I'm thinking probably just purchasing like uh, properties on my own, but that that's about it. I definitely like mortgage is a long goals. haul for me for sure. Well, that's yeah. awesome. I, like there's nothing else that I'd much rather be doing. <laughs> well, you're great at it and we appreciate you for it. And we wish you nothing but success in your career. And everybody that's ever gotten the phone with you has nothing but good things to say about you. So thank you. If anybody needs a loan, this is a late call. I'd like to put it a plug in real quick for your Instagram handle is what is it? Your business Instagram handle? I don't have that set up oh, yet. Oh, that's right. It's, it's still in the works. So, you know, follow us and ask for Roxana because we'll but get you plugged in. I mean, I do have a LinkedIn and I have my Facebook as well where you're going to find me, Roxana Brandon Gatch. There we go. You heard it, folks. Well, thanks for joining us and maybe we'll see you again on episode six or seven. Sounds great. Goodbye Thank now. you. Bye. Hi, Bill. Hi. You did. Awesome. No.